Hello and welcome to Theology Untapped. I'm your host, kind of, for today. This week we'll be listening to something a little different than normal, an excerpt from Alan preaching on why we need to pay attention to our faith. It's a really good question that we should all ask ourselves, and let's give a listen. This week we will be posting part one, and we'll follow it up next week with part two. We have this we have this immense human nature that if we are not careful, we lose our attention. And you know the, the fascinating thing now in 21st century, thanks for Apple and thanks for smartphones, our attention span is actually becoming shorter. Uh, it's actually it's much shorter than a goldfish. They did a research on 2,000 people and they come to the conclusion that humanity, human beings have a attention span of eight seconds. Whereas the goldfish at a dinner span of 12 seconds. So, we are, we are breaking the record. <laughs> That's the world we live in. And in social media, why do you think we have these called wines of 6.5 seconds? After, after 6 seconds, we just zone out. We just like, no, we get to the point, get to the point. We want things to happen quickly. And after, the eight, 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 after 6 seconds, the problem is, I just don't care. What happens is we bring this whole attention thing into our Christian faith. We, we, we don't really pay attention to it. If you grew up in a church for a very long time, or if you've been in a church for a very long time, it's easy for us to just take things from the granted. What happens is like, because we don't really have that need, we go to sleep, we get up in the morning, if you're late to work, God, you know me. Your grace covers. Thank you, Jesus. No, we pray that. Reading the Bible? Well, I'm tired. But what happens is like, we take things in the granted. We take things because of our attention span. We don't really pay attention to any of, any of these things. Until and unless things come knocking at the door. Like, we really need to be praying. And then you go back and say, oh, can God rescue me from this? Can God give me bread? Up until that point, we don't think about God being a breadman or he can give you food. So, Hebrews chapter 2 is a classical example or a warning for all of us who live in this attention, short-term attention span to pay attention to the details of Christian faith. Verse, two, uh, verse 1 says, Therefore we must pay much attention to what we have heard so that we don't drift away. And there's a reason why the author is actually encouraging us to pay attention to the details of the faith so that we don't drift away. Now the drifting away here is, the, the Greek word means here, it's like a drifting away of a ship. It's like a slow drifting away, it's not like a sudden drift away. It's like slowly moving around and drifting away as the waves move by. That's the drifting away. The changes happen not dramatically, it's like the subtle move, that slowly move that to the point where like we don't really recognize it. It's how our cultural way, it's how our brain works. Our culture pushes us slowly, slowly, slowly to the point where like, we even question our distant faith. So therefore, it is important to pay attention to it. Before I get into the idea of what are we to pay attention to, before I get into that, let me just back up, uh, just to give you a broader view of Hebrews. The three main uh, presuppositions that the, the author makes in the whole Hebrews especially in Hebrews chapter 2. The first assumption is that he is clearly mentioning that Jesus Christ 
written here is better than angels. The author is carrying on that perception into chapter 2. Now, the second assumption is Jesus is the continuation of the Old Testament covenant. You can see that in every pages of Hebrews that there is always a reference to the Old Testament, one or the other way. Now, it's rich. Now, that's also in, in the mind of the author. The third one, the author is actually continuing to argue that there is a world to come. There is a world to come. It's talking about the future glory. It's not just this world, it's the world to come. So these three things are in play in Hebrews chapter 2. I'm not going to go deeply into it, but these are, keep this in mind as you read Hebrews. These three, three things are actually in the author's mind. And as the author writes, that's, these things are actually in the, in, 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 in the play. Now let's just jump into this. What are we to pay attention to? We, talk, we talked about, we have to pay attention to, otherwise we'll drift away. What are we to pay attention to? First, we are to pay attention to the facts of Christian faith. What, what, do, what do I mean by fact? We live in a society where history seems to be like in a decline. When I say that, people don't really want to give importance to like the facts of the old. We all want to be modern. We all want to be like, like right now, we have a better understanding. For example, science, this is a, this is a common myth. Science has replaced religion or scientific revelation, scientific findings has actually uh, overtaken religion. Well, I will call that as a myth. You can come and talk to me why I call it that. But that's a different conversation. Uh, the reason I say that is the old people have this idea the old, whatever comes from the old is bad. Whatever comes from the history is bad. Because somehow we have evolved. I don't know how we evolved. You only have a certain span of eight seconds. <laughs> you go and talk to the first century people, they, they buy hard the whole Bible. <laughs> you only know six seconds. I mean, so, but we have to. Christian faith is rooted in history. Now, it's just not me making it up. Read verse 3. It says, It was declared at first by the Lord, and it was attested to us by those who heard. While God also bore witness by signs and wonders and various miracles and by gifts of the Holy Spirit distributed according to His will. There's a beauty of that one word, like the one one particular verse. It contains the whole entire tent. First one, there are like four aspects to it. First one, it is declared at first through the Lord. Who is the Lord he is talking about? Jesus Christ is not just Jesus Christ preaching that started Christianity is Jesus' incarnation, his teaching, his sacrificial death, his exaltation. Everything about Jesus Christ was historical fact. Now, some people would say, oh no, you just make it up. Now, there is a common propaganda again, people, those who are not Christians, not all of them, but some people argue that Christian, Jesus Christ is a myth. Jesus Christ really did not live. But the problem is, we have an overwhelming historical facts to substantiate that Jesus did live. Jesus was a historical person. Now, this is one of the reasons why Jesus did preach. Jesus did live. Now, okay, if somebody has to make it up, they'd like, you know, that, that's just a made-up thing. Do we have another, another voice? Is there another witness to it that Jesus did? Now, that's, that's what we get to second. Whatever declared by Jesus Christ was attested to us by those who have heard it. 
first fact is that Jesus did preach. Second fact is that people have heard what Jesus preached. The message of Jesus Christ was validated through those who have heard it, through those who have experienced it. Now, third one, not just that Jesus lived and people heard, God added his testimony by signs and wonders. As I said before, author is working with the Old Testament covenant here. One of the main thing is signs and wonders. For us, sounds like it's just, okay, it's miracles. But it's more than that in this particular verse, which means signs and wonders are a collective terminology used to a set of description of great miracles by which God has delivered Israel from Egypt. So you have this, this terminology, signs and wonders, to use whatever God has been doing in Israel's life from the Old Testament till now. What are the miracles? Part in the Red Sea. And from that, all of that. So it, it is that, it, it is within that boundary that the author of Hebrews are saying that God did attest his testimony by signs and wonders. Now, the signs and wonders continued with Jesus' ministry. He healed people. He, he, he brought back people from death. It continued to Paul. All the other, uh, other apostles did that. So, it's not only that Jesus did preach, it's not only that people heard Jesus, but it was also supported by signs and wonders. Not only that, the final fact is that the gifts of the Holy Spirit was given to people. It is through the gift of the Holy Spirit that apostles, just disciples, were able to actually do what God promised to do. Simple example is Acts chapter 3, verse 11 to 14, where Peter and John went to the temple and they said, We don't have money. What we have we give to you in the name of Jesus, get up and walk. And that happens after the Holy Spirit came onto them. So, with the power of the Holy Spirit, they were able to do these things. Now, these are the reasons why we have to, as Christians, pay a closer attention to the details, pay a closer attention to the facts of Christian faith. You know the beauty of that particular verse? If you have a look at the verse Trinity in there, it was declared at first by the Lord, who is Lord, Jesus Christ. It was attested to us by those who had, while God, the Father, bore witness to signs and wonders, and various miracles, and by gifts of the Holy Spirit, so you have the triune God witnessing the, the Christian faith. The triune God proclaiming the faith. Now that's the faith we have. Now, the, the more we pay attention to where these things happen today, whether you see miracles today here or not, these miracles and signs and wonders happen elsewhere around the world. Holy Spirit moves. Now if you don't pay attention to the facts of reality, I mean, the Christian faith, we miss out on this. In our day-to-day -day lives, we want God's provision. We want God's immense reality. We don't want to believe in a faith which is just mundane and just historical. But we want a faith that is historical and a reality for us. And through the help of the Holy Spirit, through the help of the Triune God, we can. Thanks once again for listening to Alan as he went over why we need to pay attention to our faith. We are Theology Untapped, your source for theological discourse. We'll see you soon.